When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So every year come November, I make my way to Staten Island. And I do that for a man that is a dear, dear friend. His name is Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas is a Hall of Fame boxing trainer. And anybody who has met Teddy over the years who knows Teddy loves Teddy. I'm telling you, everybody loves Teddy. I know that he was in the ring with me for the very famous bout against my great late partner, Bernie McGurk, 20 years ago, Fear at the Pier. But our relationship uh, goes back even before that. But Teddy has been a friend of mine forever. And every year, like I said, around Thanksgiving, he puts on this unbelievable charity event on Staten Island. And Teddy raises a ton of money for kids, very similar to Make-A-Wish. He has wonderful athletes there every year. I'm there, Phil Sims, Stephen A. Smith, uh, you know, Vander Holyfield. He's got actors, and everybody comes. So a couple of days ago when Willis Reed passed away, I thought about Teddy. He said, what is that? I'll tell you why. Because many years ago, Teddy gives out an award every year at this dinner called the Jack Newfield Award, which he gives to people in the media business, my business, that he believes represent integrity and great. So years ago, we won the award, me and Bernard. And unfortunately, I didn't get it till a year later because that was that November snowstorm that Bill de Blasio wasn't prepared for. I never got to Staten Island. But just this year, a couple of months ago, Marv Albert won that very prestigious Jack Newfield Award from Teddy Atlas. And when Willis passed away, yes, Walt Clyde Frazier came to mind, Earl the Pearl Monroe, Phil Jackson, Bill Bradley, Dave DeBusher, all of them. But Marv came to mind first because he was the voice of the Knicks. He's the greatest play-by-play announcer ever, and he's a dear friend. So I called Teddy, and I said, Teddy, can you help me get Marv for the show? And we all know that Marv did an unbelievable interview with me Wednesday morning, the day after Willis died. So with that said, here he is, my friend for a long time. Everybody loves him. A huge heart, big New Yorker, boxing great, the trainer, Teddy Atlas. Good morning, Teddy. How are you, pal? <laughs> we have any time left to talk, Sid, after that introduction? <laughs> it's all true, though, right? All of that. Uh, I don't know, but I appreciate it all. I uh, appreciate it. It's, uh, it's a little... A little bit embarrassing, but I yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, see, you're like that. You mean that. You're a very humble guy despite the, the huge success and all the famous people that love you. You really do mean that. You're, that. you're that type of guy. But I know that you had a personal relationship with Willis Reed, too. Was Willis not at, like, the first four or five of your dinners years ago? Yeah. He, you know, when I started the foundation, the Dr. Howard Foundation, remember me, my father, who was a doctor who took care of people all through New York, Staten Island. And he uh, he actually built two hospitals so people could get proper health care, proper hospitalization when they couldn't afford it, when they didn't have the proper insurance. And he just put them in and covered it himself. And he did house calls till he was 80 years old for free for people that couldn't, just couldn't get to a hospital. They, they wound up... Uh, 
in a clinic. They they couldn't get the proper hospital care. There were no HMOs back then. And he just took care of people. And I figured that he should be remembered for living that kind of life. So we do, you know, not as good as him, but we help people get from point A to point B. If they need to fly out of state for a treatment program, and obviously they can't afford to do that, their insurance doesn't cover it, we take care of it. We fly them out. They need a wheelchair ramp, we put it up. Uh, A mother needs to pay cancer medication for $1,200 a month, (laughs) a single mom with five kids, and she can't afford that. The insurance don't pay it. Yet it paid for $200,000 for the cancer surgery for the child. $200,000 for that, but $1,200 a month for the cancer medication, you know, it doesn't pay. We step in, we pay it, and we just fill the gaps. And um, we don't do any more than any other place, but we don't do any less. And you're good enough to come to help us raise money. I need people to come. I need celebrities to come to to get people to come, even though everyone says, hey, don't worry, don't worry. People come because they know what the cause is. They know where the money goes to that. And they're right. But to get it to the level we want to get to, you you do need um, it's kind of like opening a restaurant. You need to put that light up in the air to to tell people you're there. And that light was Willis Reed. The the first year, you know, I had Jack Newfield, I had Willis Reed, I had Joe Spinelli, who used to be the New York Inspector General. I had a bunch of Staten Island politicians that were helping. But that was about it. Chuck Webner came over, which was great. Yeah. Um, and but Willis was the main guy, and. He came, and not only did he come, but it turned out that our dinner is always the Thursday before Thanksgiving every year. always turns out that way. And his wife's birthday was on that day sometimes. And from what I understand, the only person tough in the family than Willis was his wife. And she, sometimes, you know, he brought her one year, and the, the other years they they had a party set for her. And he said, Teddy, I, my wife, you know, I got to go to this. I said, I understand. Well, he showed up. Wow. He said, can I leave a little earlier mm. to get over there? Just mm. so I said, you could do anything you want, Willis. I, I can't believe you came. I appreciate it. So that's, look, we know the kind of ball player he was, but certain things are connected. For a guy to take a shot in his leg, you know, and where he's got a torn thigh muscle and go out there where he couldn't even walk. And he couldn't play in the sixth game. And then, if I, my memory serves me correct, the great Will Chamberlain scored about 45 points in that game and, and tied it 3-3, and now it was going into the seventh and final game. Yep. And the guy, the guy wasn't even walking, and he takes his shots. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And he gets out on the court. That's connected. That kind of heart. Everyone says, wow, that heart. That's a warrior. That's, you know, that's a samurai. That's, mm, you know, mm, that's a mm. Viking. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. all that. Yeah. But he, it's also a human being that yep. can display that heart in all areas. And he displayed it in this area by coming. Like I said, the first year we needed that light to get people to come to build the foundation. He was that light. He was the guy that came. And then he came every year. He came wow. every year for like the next five, six years, even when, like I just said, when <laughs> when 
It was very difficult. And um, that kind of character, again, I always say it in boxing, that kind of character plays out. Mm. It plays out not only in life, but in whatever arena it is that obviously that you're successful in. His was basketball. That character showed there. It was the same character that he that he lived his life with. It was consistent. He was that kind of man. Uh, just a, a humble, special, strong human being that um, that we're gonna miss. We're, we're gonna we're, we you forget about all the accolades on the court. As I just said, we're gonna miss him as just as a human being. What a beautiful eulogy right there from Hall of Fame boxing trainer, my dear friend Teddy Atlas here. And you're right, he did limp on the court for Game 7. By the way, he hit the first two shots that night. He can barely walk. And then Walt Clyde Frazier took over and scored 36 points, dished out 19 assists, and the Knicks killed the Lakers in that Game 7. But uh, he showed a, a lot of heart. And you mentioned boxing and heart. I had dinner last Thursday at Rayo's. A guy came up to me, I forgot his name. He was very nice all night. And he's best friends, Teddy, best friends, he was at least, with Arturo Gotti. And I used to love those Arturo Gotti, Mickey Ward fights. Everybody did. That was, that was all about heart, you know. And um, I, I don't really remember. I hate saying this because I'm not in the field like you are. I'm just a fan. I don't remember the last time I watched a fight, unfortunately. I'm not talking about MMA or UFC. I mean boxing, where I was like, wow, that was great. And I really miss that. Uh, why? Well, what is going on with the sport, Teddy, that the average guy who doesn't follow it closely like you do is being robbed of boxing? What's going on? Greedy promoters. What can I tell you? Some people go, ah, Teddy, Jesus, you know, they get mad. That's one of the reasons that you don't see me on ESPN regular anymore. It's because, you know, I, I had the audacity to say that. But it's greedy promoters, you know, where uh, they own their little piece of property. They have their network deal, and they want to build up their guys. They sign guys from the Olympics, from the Nationals, you know, from the amateur programs. They sign them up, and then they steer them. They navigate them to 20 and 0, 15 and 0, you know, 18 and 0, whatever it is, and they're putting them in with raw meat. I hate, I hate to say it, but you know, they're they're, they're just putting them in with cannon fodder until they get to that big fight, and then when they get to that big fight, then, then you know, then. Everyone comes out to see that big fight, but week to week, week in and week out, you see non-competitive fights. That's the difference with boxing and UFC right now. UFC, week in, week out, you know, like Dana, hate Dana, I don't care. He knows what the hell he's doing. Dictators are good sometimes as long as they're lopping freaking heads off. They're good because they get it done the way they want to get it done. He cares about the brand of the UFC, so he makes sure that there's competitive fights Every week. Yeah, no, but competitors, listen, I, uh, my, my late... thing has five power blocks. I know, but... Four, four, four guys. And they got their deals with the net, and they care yeah. only about making sure that they build up their yeah. guy. Not for the sport, not for the fans. And the other answer to your question is, Sid, quite frankly, if they have a fight, you want to see the fight. You want to see Spence and, and Crawford. Everyone wants to see that welterweight, unify the welterweight title like they did back in the 80s with Leonard and with Duran and with, with Hearns and all those guys. You want to see that. Here's the problem. One promoter has one guy, another promoter has the other guy. They won't let them go and fight each other. The fight that the fans want, the fight that'll make the sport stronger, the fight you're talking about, the fight you'll get on your program that, that goes to millions of people on Monday morning and you'll talk about it. They won't put it on because they don't control both sides. 
That's the problem. Yeah. They will not allow a fighter to yeah. walk across the street yeah. to the other side to make the best fight possible unless they control both sides. I get that's, it. That's, I, yeah, I get it. I know it Bob Aram. I know Aram and De La Hoya, some of those guys. But on the way out here, just a couple of minutes ago, Teddy, you know, you mentioned Dana White and UFC and my late friend Bernie. He loved that sport. And I would say he would say, man, I saw great bites on Saturday. And I would say, really, who? And I'm being honest. Half the time he was like, I don't even know their names, but they're great bites. That's not good enough for me. I need that marquee deal. I need to even though Pacquiao Mayweather was a horrible fight, I couldn't wait to go see it. De La Hoya Mayweather, Tyson Lennox Lewis, terrible fight, but I couldn't wait to go see it. And you can say what you want about Dana White and that great boxing. No one knows who these people are. Boxing had the big names. It was a big night. It was you're marquee. Wrong. You're wrong, Sid. Sid, I'm going to tell you. Okay. You're wrong because the Dana has a remarkable child. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Job building his base. His base, and it's getting larger and larger. It carried ESPN. Who do you think carried ESPN plug, uh, plus, you know, the, the, um, the app? When they opened up that app, boxing didn't cover, didn't carry that. True. They could have lost millions of me, and they did lose millions while they were building it up. But they built it up. UFC covered that. The base, the the base audience of UFC that Dana White has built carried that app, ESPN app. Without UFC, they would have been done. They would have been underwater. So there, there are people that do connect with the names. You, I understand it. You don't. Not yet, at least, unless you really got involved in it. But there are people that they do. They know who Khabib is. They know who Conor McGregor is. They, they, they know the names. Not Teddy, just, Teddy, not, Conor not McGregor hasn't dudes, fought in five years. The last time he fought, he fought a bus. <laughs> so on. Conor McGregor, listen, he, he's like Tyson. He don't, have, he's, he don't have to fight that often. He has become that star. You know, he, he has gone above the sport now. He he was a pioneer that kinda like Muhammad Ali that brought in that brought in the money, the purses to a level that had been seen in UFC. Ali did the same thing in boxing. And Conor McGregor did that. Then he did the crossover fight with Mayweather and one guy made a hundred million, the other guy made three hundred million, unheard of in one night. So that he he is an anomaly, not only um, in in his own way, where he is that superstar, yeah. you know, that torch, um, that promoter. Yeah. yeah, he's not the fighter that he used to be. We understand that, but he still sells. But there, there's the guys out there, Shavayev, uh, uh, there There's a guy named Volkanovski. They just fought an unbelievable fight. They, the believe me, the fans of UFC, they connect with these guys. They identify with these guys. They they know who these guys, they know their strengths. They know their styles. They know who's going to go on the mat and grapple. They know who's going to stand and strike the whole time. Yeah. So believe me, 
just the way that you and you said it well that you knew when you heard when you heard the name Arturo Gatti. Wow, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a firestorm. That's what I'm going to get, Mickey. I'm going to get a firestorm. I'm going to you know Sugar Ray Leonard, those guys. I'm, I'm going to get speed. I'm going to get finesse, and I'm also going to get a guy who's going to go and bring it. Yeah. You know, so you identified, you understood that, you followed it. Believe me. The people in UFC, it is not getting larger and larger and larger for no reason. They identify with these fighters. Right, listen, uh, fair enough. Look, I, I admit I'm stubborn. I'm old. I love my boxing. Uh, um, I'm almost refusing, despite how many good things I hear about it, to go to the next sport. It's really on me. I get it because everybody does love it and all my friends watch it and Dana's done a great job. But nothing got me more excited than a Mike Tyson fight in Las Vegas. And those days are gone and maybe I just miss him. I don't know. I mean, I mean you mentioned Leonard and he even left out Marvin Hagler, how great he was. So there was just I, so oh, many. About yeah, he, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, so many greatest, great fighters. One of, greatest, one of the greatest middleweights, yes, of all time, and and maybe the greatest southpaw, yep. of all time. Yeah, well, he wasn't a better southpaw than Rocky. Oh, that was a movie. <laughs> that was, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I loved it when they when he went back to fighting lefty. And Mickey had him fighting uh, right-handed the whole fight. And he's getting his ass kicked, and he goes, "Go ahead, you can use your left now." And he he won the fight. Hey, listen, uh, I love you so much, Teddy. Over the years, uh, you've been so great to me. Your dinners uh, every year, right before Thanksgiving, that is the highlight event. I mean this. That is far and away the highlight charity event of the year. And the, the things you said about Willis Reed were beautiful. So thank you once again. I will see you and talk to you very soon. Teddy Atlas, I love you. Same here. Take care. Thanks, Sid. You got it, buddy. Teddy Atlas, right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning.